0: Welcome to Your Love Ministries, where this is a Holy Spirit-led podcast. Good morning to you. My name is Claire Carter, and I am your host on this journey of becoming a disciple of Christ. Shabbat shalom to you. This Saturday's lesson is, For God So Loved the World. So let's turn to the Father in prayer. Father God, we thank you for this new day. We thank you for allowing us to wake up to receive your word on this day. Thank you for the opportunity, Father God, to give us a day of rest. Because that's what it states in your word, that you rested, Father God, and that you want us to rest in you on this day that has been sanctified, that has been put aside to honor you. So thank you, Father God, and all that you have given, all that you have done. We glorify and we praise you. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you dwell in this podcast today, that you dwell in our presence and dwell in our minds and hearts, that we're able to receive this word upon this day. In your precious mighty name, Jesus. Amen. So the Lord had given me this morning for God so loved the world. So what we're going to do with that is we're going to break down the scripture, John three sixteen. So now that we understand who God is and who we are to God, we need to take a closer look at who Jesus is and, and how God loved us so much and what he's done for us. So we're gonna do a focus scripture on John three sixteen. This is the King James version. Um, and just to give you a little background of who John is, um, he was one of the disciples of Jesus. He was the author of this book. This book shares the spiritual meaning of the life of Jesus, his teachings and how God showed his great love by sending Jesus to us. So in John three sixteen, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So let's break this down. Um, we're gonna group things up, break it down to make it as plain as possible so we truly understand what it means for God so loved the world that is that he gave his only begotten son, that whomsoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life, a life that is everlasting. So, for God so loved the world, the creator of this world the people and the things that are in it, that he saw that it was good. And on the seventh day, he rested. Thank you, Lord. It states in the word Genesis 1, chapter 1, verses 31 through chapter 2, verses 3. And God saw everything that he made and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Thus the heaven and the earth were finished and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it, he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. Thank you, Lord. So this is breaking it down to say that the Lord God, everything that he made, he seen that it was good. Have you ever made something that you were just so proud of? and knowing that you did a great job and you wanted to display it for everyone to see it, right? You wanted to let everyone know about it because you loved it so much and you know that you did such a great job. And maybe you were in school and you got a gold sticker or or maybe you received a certificate of some sort or maybe like a science fair project and you received the ribbon or maybe a sport and you received a trophy. So all these things that you know that you did well, so well and you did so good and you received this golden star, great job. You're proud of it, you want people to see it. When your family members or friends come over, you're like, hey, look what I did. Look what I received, look what I got because I did such a great job and you're proud of that. Well, guess what? That's how God feels about his creations. He's proud of his creations. He's in awe of his creations. Now, looking at the next next part of this verse, That he gave his only begotten son. Okay, so we're going to look at the word gave. The definition of gave means to make a present of. To grant. To put into the possession of another for his or her use. To administer as a sacrament. To administer as a medicine. To offer the action of another. To present to view or observe to present in public performance to make assignment of to bring forth to dispose of for a price to carry out to suffer the loss of to offer as or do especially to something higher or more worthy wow this was found in the online miriam webster dictionary and there are more definitions i just chose a few which would better pertain to our lesson for today So giving uh, gave, excuse me, to make a present. So if you look at this, it says, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave. So God made a present to us. God granted something to us. God put Jesus in the possession of us for our use. Um, Jesus is looked to as a healer. So to this, the definition says to administer as a medicine, right? So he was given to us as a medicine. Uh, Let's see here to, to present or to view or observe. So we observed him, the people of that time when Jesus walked the earth, People observed him, they understood him. It was the living word. He, Jesus was the living word. Uh, he was living out the word of God. He was fulfilling the prophecies. He was feeling, fulfilling the purpose of God. It says um, to suffer the loss of. Jesus had to suffer the loss to offer as, uh, do especially something higher or more worthy. Jesus is so much higher and so much more worthy. And for him to come down here, to walk on this face of the earth and to set the example and to be here for us to view him. I mean, God truly loved us. Think about that. He sent, (laughs) he gave his only begotten son. So looking into the definition begotten, the word begotten was translated to an English meaning brought into existence. The original Greek word, monogenes, which means pertaining to, being the one and only of its kind within a specific relationship. Wow. So God brought into existence his son being the only one of his kind and made a present that carried out the assignment, administered sacrament and medicine, was observed and was disposed of for a price appropriate for something higher and more worthy. So for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, his only the only thing that is just like him, the the only thing that is within a specific relationship, the only thing brought into existence for our use. So breaking down the next part of the scripture, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Whosoever means anyone, you, me, them, him, her, everyone. Believeth means to consider to be true or honest. To accept the word of evidence of that, have wholehearted conviction. So believing something, it means that you consider it to be true. You consider it to be honest, right? You're accepting that you've seen evidence of something happen. So you are in belief of it. You've seen it, you believe it, or you heard of it, and you believe it with your whole heart. Perish means to become destroyed or cease to exist. In Revelation 2014, it says death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. So to perish, to become destroyed, to cease to exist. In um, the revelations, I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> I don't want to be the death and hell Death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. I don't want to have any parts of hell. What I want to do is that it says whosoever, you, me, him, her, everyone. I, I I don't know about you, but I believeth. I do. I believeth in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I, I don't just consider him to be true. I wholeheartedly believe that he is true. I accept. I have evidence because of personal things in my own life that I know that God has done for me. So looking at the next part of the scripture, it says, but have everlasting life. So everlasting means lasting, enduring through all time, continuing for a long time indefinitely. It says in Revelations uh, 21, 25, the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day. For there there shall be no night there. So it's talking about heaven. It's talking about an everlasting heaven where um, the gates will not be shut. It'll be open all day for there is no night there. So God is our light and God is there with the the gates open for us and for us to live an eternal, everlasting and beautiful life with him. So in John 3, 36, it says, he that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not on the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. So basically, if you, him, her, they, we accept wholeheartedly the son of God, me, you, him, her, they will not become destroyed or cease to exist, but have an everlasting, continue for a long time, indefinite life in Christ Jesus and abiding there with him in heaven. So we'll learn more about heaven and hell in future lessons. But today we are focusing on who is the only begotten son? Jesus, Yeshua, the Messiah, the Christ, the Lamb of God, Emmanuel. Most of us know that Jesus was born in a manger unto the Virgin Mary. Her husband's name was Joseph. An angel came to them and gave them instructions on what they needed to do and what to name the baby. They were obedient unto God. Jesus was born. He was recognized as the son of God and a shepherd and wise men came to honor the baby and bring gifts. Jesus, as a young boy, studied the scriptures every year. His parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover. But when he was 12 years old, Jesus stayed behind in the temple sitting among the teachers. They were amazed by his understanding and knowledge. So we've learned here for God so loved the world. So he's so proud of his creation. He's so proud. He loved it. He loves the world so much for God. So loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So he placed the son Jesus forth for us. He said, man, these lambs aren't cutting it. These bullocks are not cutting it. These people, they're still not understanding. They're still not understanding the relationship I want to have with them. So I'm going to send my son. So he, he gave, he presented to us. He gave us as a present his son to live, walk, breathe, eat, teach here on this earth. And the way we know this is by believing, right? So that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. So us to believe, because when when we receive a a relationship with Jesus, when we receive that relationship with him, we believe God's word is true. We, We understand the Bible. We look to the Bible to receive more of God's word. And we believe that it's true because we believe in Christ Jesus. We believe in God. And so what we do then is we look onto the Bible, we look into the Bible to get our answers on things. We look into the Bible because we believe, we believe for ourselves the things that we have, the things that we have read about what Jesus has done, but believing for ourselves because he's done it in our life as well. So for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life so we don't have to see the consequences of hell. We don't have to live eternal damnation. We don't have to do that. God said, I love you all so much. I'm giving you an opportunity. I'm giving you an opportunity to accept Jesus. I'm giving him right here. Uh, this is my gift to you. All you have to do is believe and repent and turn away from your evil, evil and wicked ways. Believe in Jesus. That's my gift to you. And when you do that and you you believe in him, you will not perish into a eternal damnation, but you will have an everlasting, ongoing, indefinite life with me, with God. Because it doesn't start when you go to heaven. It starts right here, right now. If this was the day that you accepted Jesus into your heart, it starts right here, right now. The abundance love of God. His present given to you is right here, right now. We don't wait for it. We don't wait for it. It's received right now. So now that we know that God did these things for us, we wonder who is this only begotten Son? Who is it? Jesus, Yeshua, the Messiah, the Christ, the Lamb of God, Emmanuel. So as I read here, just a a little paraphrasing, of course, of Luke 2. I encourage you, people of God, please read Luke 2 for yourself. Get a better understanding of who Jesus is, because remember, we got a better understanding of who God is, our creator, the creator of all things, creating us in his image because he said it is good. So I encourage you, people of God, read Luke 2 for yourself. And then you can see what are some things that stood out to you? What interests you? Is there something you don't understand is uh, or that you didn't understand about Jesus, that he was a boy that the Virgin Mary gave birth to and raised him up and took care of him. And when he turned 12, that's when he started going into the temple and, and speaking with his father and, and people just being so flabbergasted, like, wow, this young man knows a lot. And that's when it started, him gaining and learning and knowing and sharing. And so we thank God on this day for loving us so much that he gave his son for us, that he could have allowed us to continue to sacrifice the lambs, to sacrifice the bullocks, to bring to the priest. But God says, you don't have to do that anymore. You come to me. You come to me through my son, Jesus, because we are one the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are one. And all you need to have is a personal relationship with Him. And through this personal relationship, you can live an abundant life. I wanna spoil you, my child, in good ways. I wanna spoil you, my child. I wanna give you the desires of your heart. I wanna heal that wound. I wanna remove that addiction from you. But you need to come to me. Accept Jesus as your personal savior. And you have that personal relationship that no one can break apart. That intimate relationship that no one can come in between of. That's what God wants for us. He loves us so much. He said, you know what? This other stuff isn't working for you all hard-headed people. I'm going to send you something, my gift to you. I'm sending my gift to you. Will you receive it? will you receive it you can turn a gift away so the question is will you receive it it's free it's free you don't have to go out there and 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 hustle and bustle um get money to pay it off to pay for it it's free yes you've got to hustle and bustle and spread god's word that's what he requires of us hustle and bustle on god's word So thank you, Father God, for this day. Thank you for the receiving of your word. Thank you for giving your only begotten son, Jesus, unto us as a gift. And I receive it on this day, Father God. We receive it on this day. We receive your gift of Jesus. So thank you, Jesus, for giving your life for us. Thank you, Jesus, for hanging on the cross and shedding your blood for our sins. While we were sinners, while we were sinners, just coming to you as we are, Thank you, Father God, for being so mindful of us. We glorify you and we praise you on this day. In your mighty, precious name, Jesus, amen. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for joining on this beautiful day. Until next time, remember, you are loved.